When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, happy Tuesday. We are hanging out with Maury and Julia here, 4 o'clock on this, like I said, Tuesday afternoon, and we've got a segment here that you probably already know about if you were just listening to the Dirt Alerts. Oh, yeah, just th- this Ow. This is so, okay, so funny. I'm so glad I got to read this story before my free, you know, I reach my monthly quota. <laughs> oh, for free on what? Rolling on a, Stone. I, oh, yeah, they, okay. they're tight. They're very they're tight. tight. They're tighter than most. Yes. Tight, I guess... Maybe it's an a lot of three. I don't know. But yep. Rolling Stone had somebody, and I had watched some of the clips, and I kept thinking, why do I feel so much mortification for everybody involved? King Charles, the performers, uh, William. I mean, I'm feeling nothing, but I, I'm just feeling like this is so cringe. So then... I read Rolling Stone. They okay. had somebody there. They had a reporter there, and here's here's um, here's what she here's what she writes. Palm circumstance and puddles. Well, um, <laughs> British artists avoided the concert like the play. Of course, Adele. Why? Yeah. Of course, Adele. I'm going to tell you why. Ed Sheeran, the Rolling yeah. Stones, Paul McCartney. Everybody skipped out. Uh, many of them are. They've been in. You know, they've got their nights or whatever. You know, but it was also because. People honestly know that the royal family has the most facocta relationship in the world with the British tabloids, and it's so bad they lost Harry and Meghan. Mm-hmm. They don't want to touch these uh, royal fools with a 10-foot orb, so they all said no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the only people that were willing to do it were the Americans, you know, the ones who told the king to... F off and take your tea and shove it up your arse and have completely no, uh, we, we're not royalists. You know, we said screw you to the monarchy a long time ago. So the irony of Katy Perry and Lionel Richie, American Idol, it felt like plug Ola Paola. And then sure enough, they show up on American Idol. That sh- was the humiliating thing for me. Oh, because that's what you told us, Grant, is that. Oh. I couldn't the, believe it. The queen and the king now show up. And with, everyone looks 50 shades of awkward. Show up on American Idol. That was... That had been taped to... Ha- that, was, was, uh, that was a new low, I thought. Oh, thought. <laughs> it was so bad. It was... I felt bad to me. I was like, Camilla's in her cups. Katy Perry, publicist, and her stylist hates her because based on what she wrote <laughs> the coronation and... I forgot I was mad at her for her overwrought singing the Carol Burnett song. But then then I saw that America and I saw that on the plane coming home from Vegas because it was live on 
ABC. And and I'm like, why does she have Wilma's necklace on? <laughs> she had that big, big per- per- the, mm-hmm. the big like with this five stone. A- anyway, <laughs> but but anyway, so Louis Staples had a review of the concert, and here's what Louis writes in Rolling Stone. Um, uh, when I first heard there was going to be a coronation concert to celebrate the crowning of King Charles and Queen Camilla, my first thought was, wow, who would voluntarily perform at that? Because people don't, they're not that great of a couple. And some international viewers would have thought, okay, they're going to get a UK legend. Mm-hmm. No. They all said no. They all said no. Instead... The baton fell primarily to people whose management didn't get the memo that this was the most uncool gig ever. Americans. Yep. Turns out there's only one thing more undignified than British people who are completely obsessed with monarchy. Hardcore American royalists. People whose nation was supposedly founded on completely opposing principles, but somehow have flown across the Atlantic to show fealty to the king anyway. But the weirdest part about that is Ed Sheeran was an American I'll sit and judge that night. And who was the other one that was? Oh, uh, a uh, Canadian. Yeah, Alanis Canadi- Morissette. Yes, yes, it was. They don't, so people. No one likes I, Chuck, I, King Chuck and Carmilla, okay? <laughs> she is the side chick who's now being known. And do you know that uh, the, of the pages, the boys that carried the robes, Except for Prince George, they were all her grandsons. Yeah, I know. Ugh. I do know. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so when Katy Perry, this is the Rolling Stone guy, when Katy Perry was announced as a headliner for this concert, the collective reaction in the industry, why? Does her publicist hate her? But it seems both Lionel and Perry were part of a deal in return for the King and Queen making a cameo on American Idol. The British press calling this a surprise cameo, of course, because obviously it's a pre-planned arrangement, which somehow feels like a bad deal for everyone. I don't even know what the value would be to American Idol to get them on. That's where I'm missing the point. Yeah. Completely. They also, uh, this writer also said the pre-recorded segments were almost like North Korean propaganda. Oh, God. Oh, God. A key theme of these bizarre videos was, did you know, which uh, a bunch of celebrities, all of them desperate to lick the boot to hopefully be made a knight or a dame, including award-winning artist, somebody, somebody who sat with one of King Charles watercolor paintings, and tried to suggest what an artistic feat it was. Did you know King Charles? It was all these things about King Charles oh. and our poor guy Hugh Bonneville. Oh, I saw him from Downton Abbey. And Bette Miller was there too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh dear. Oh <laughs> well, dear. Just first of all, and I'm going to say this about like he inaugurations like he too. I don't like watching these things. But he was like being held hostage at the event, and I, I don't know. You know, it was just really. And then I do know because I watched it, and I thought it was AI. When Charles and Camilla walk away, they've been crowned. He's been crowned. And you see, and I just thought it was somebody who was screwing around on Twitter. It looked like a grim reaper ran by a guy in a hood with a, with a sickle. Mm-hmm. And I went to several places. The mystery has been followed. It is not the angel of death. It was not. It is something called a verger. And a verger, you saw him... 
creeping along. Just any video, Grant. If you look at any video, the black yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw. You it, yeah. see it. Cloak. You think I somebody's manipulating because mm-hmm. it's so weird. No, Julia. It's off creepy. Yeah, it it's is. creepy. It's yes. like that's the Grim Reaper of Death. What is this a harbinger of? It's someone who's a member of the clergy, and they sometimes carry a rod before a bishop and a priest. But oh. I'm going to say that wasn't in rehearsal. <laughs> and when they find out who this little verger is, he's good. But how are they going to do it? Because it's I like knowing the name Virgin. A Virgin. A Virgin. I'm not a Virgin. I'm a Virgin. <laughs> and the pettiest, the pettiest of all the headlines is all of the gnashing of the teeth about Prince Harry's Dior suit. Oh, that was funny. It's French instead of English. And it's an English designer, yeah. though, who designs for the French label. So it is a British man. I would. I will go back to. I mean, did yeah. you? Whoa! I will go back to the fact that um, you there's nothing to like about those two. Uh, and no, if thank you, and Julia. if he would have shown a personal moment, like when he was walking in, like to his family members, like winking at him, like, "Can you believe it? I'm finally king," or something that would give him Mm-mm. a little bit of a personality. Mm-mm. Um, Instead, his would, crown looked crooked and hers. She looked, always looks crabby. Yes, she does. She's long also, in the tooth. She, also, Julia, it was ruining her blood. It was pressing down her hair. They're five pounds. That would hurt. Yeah. But still. <laughs> that would hurt. We have seven pound weights in here. I mean, if I had one of those on my head and I had yeah. to walk, it was just weird. Anyway, if you can't get a chance, this, this Rolling Stone article was absolutely. It funny. Yeah, it was yeah. spot on yeah. with the observations and in great detail. You, this, uh, you get every, this, they were quoting Shakespeare. There was all kinds of shenanigans. There's going to be a big thing that happened in Australia, too, and ABC is getting sued. Oh, over really? something that they aired. Wow. I was reading about that okay. um, two hours before the coronation. Oh, so uh-oh. it didn't go over well with people. Um, really? Mm-hmm. I'm um, all right, it's time for Random Thoughts. We'll be right back. Oh my gosh, everybody, the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. And we're, we're going tomorrow night. It is a cool place to go for a date night, a girls' night out. If you were doing Mother's something day. with your mom, a, a family gathering, something, and you can have delicious dinner. See a show and at intermission, you know, order the rainbow cake. And you know, it's supper club vibe it when is. you go see a show. And the prom is so good. We love it. The prom, it's on stage. It closes June 10th. Very soon. You are going to want to see it. Um, and if you aren't able to make it to that, Jersey Boys is starting right after that. And that is amazing, too. There's concerts at Chan's. They do amazing tribute concerts. Boss Gags, Judy Garland, James Taylor, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young would be so good. And they've got their six months um, posted of the tribute um, concerts. Yeah, they do. And they have packages. Yeah, and they have packages where you buy three concerts to get one free. That's the deal. Love that. Chanhass and Dinner Theater, always entertaining you. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. <laughs> okay, let's see how we do today. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's see how right, this works today. All right, here, here's something. Is this the where mos- mosquito? Yeah, this is where it happened. This is the mosquito incident. I'm, I'm still in. I'm still having a PTSD from you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, so I just want you to know, as everyone knows, Mother's Day is the second um, Sunday in May, and on May 9th, today. 
a long time ago, 109 years ago, President Woodrow Wilson issued a presidential proclamation that officially established the first National Mother's Day holiday to celebrate America's mother. The idea, they think, was created by Julia Ward Howe and by another woman named... Another Julia! Anna Jarvis, who both suggested a holiday dedicated to peace and be free of mosquitoes. Mm. Uh, Many individual states celebrated Mother's Day in 1911, but until Woodrow Wilson lobbied Congress, um, it was set. On the first Mother's Day proclamation, he stated that the holiday offered a chance to publicly express... Too bad it couldn't have been a Monday. and then (laughs) You know what I mean? Four-day weekend. Our love and reverence for our mothers of our country. That's his Sunday. Yes, it is. Make your plans accordingly. Mm-hmm. I mailed off something to the Mutti yesterday. Nice. Was That's it an, was it a better phone? No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. That gonna... flip phone is hard to use, though. I will say, in her defense, it's kind of hard to fly with. Yes, we. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I always promise to look at it when I'm out there. You don't, and Boy, I never you do. Never, no, you don't even look at yours barely. I yeah, I know. All right, here, justice for the fruit roll up. Um, I didn't know I needed it. No, this has been a thing. TikTok, we are not on it, so we are not aware of all the stuff going on it. But apparently, TikTok is responsible for a short up of the good old fruit roll up by suggesting um, you wrap the candy around ice cream and kind of like an ice cream cone or something. It sounds miserable to me because Mm -hmm. it would be hard. Yeah. Gel and then it would and then stick sticky your teeth and, pull and then off with the ice cream. I don't I don't get that combo. And the, I put it, everything. It's the opposite. So by wrapping it around the ice cream, it freezes it and turns it into like a hard candy. So it's not all sticky in your teeth. It's it's, this it's, it's bad. It, it turns it into a hard candy. I've seen this trend. It looks just like a waste of time. Well, a couple, yeah. an American couple, um, were um, stopped at the airport. For traveling um, in with Israel, their frosted pops. With two suitcases filled with fruit roll-ups. Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, they had over 650 pounds of the candy that they were trying to smuggle and sell for double or nothing, but they have been caught. So. Good Lord. I mean, of all things. Is that from the machine? Of all things to smuggle. Yeah, is that from roll-ups. the machine? Yeah, oh, but I'm going to okay. tell you, the machine says your Android is carrying around a lot of bad apps, and I'm just going to give you the list. Ah. Yeah. All right, I bet I don't have any of them. Well, you wouldn't, probably, but other people might. Okay, what are they? Beauty Camera Plus. No. Beauty Photo Camera. No. Beauty Slimming Photo Editor. No. Fingertip Graffiti. No. Photo Camera Editor. What? Photo Camera Effect. These, I'll just give this to you. I don't have any These of seem like all things that have access to your uh, photos. Your photos, And yeah. I don't know, that's probably the, the part of it that would be a little sketchy, is maybe you're giving companies access to your photos. Thank you. Don't you. Want to give oh, my gosh, especially if you watch that show Rabbit Hole. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what is your... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Data and how is it mined and how do companies make money on it? And you see it play out in this well, it could happen right now. Kind of scenario. That was a good show, you guys. The I, last we started episode it. just dropped. Okay, so we're now gonna, all eight are yeah. out there because it takes a lot of thinking turns. Mm-hmm. You have to pay attention. You do to this yes. show. Just you can't one. You can't side eye it. But I do think to that you're saying that about your data. You should go through your phone and make sure. That you're not, your apps aren't sharing with other people. I mean, you can do all that if you just take a quick 10-minute thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it a couple of weeks ago on and my cleared. iPhone. Just cleared and turned off things See, that you... See, there's one thing about being a Luddite and not knowing that you have all these options available to make you look better or, you know what I mean, to, to do this or that. We have none of them. Well, we have none of them because we can't be bothered to figure out how to do that. And we slightly don't trust when we have to say allow something to get access to everything. I don't everything. allow anything. Yeah. I, I'm always like, I'm always like, not talking out loud to my phone but i'm always like well you must convince me and then i always press deny and move on <laughs> deny. You know? deny 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 okay. this is kind of an exciting headline fda may allow birth control pill without prescription this summer oh, oh finally. so there yeah. is something in front of the food and drug administration yes. this week um, that HRA Pharma expects mm-hmm. a decision on over-the-counter sales of a contraceptive O-pill. It's a yeah. French company. The only concerns that the FDA basically is raising is that it's, um, you know, will women understand that if they had breast cancer that you should see your doctor first or if they have excessive bleeding, you should see your doctor first. Yeah. So that's it. But everything yeah. else out there... Um, it looks good. I mean, this would just be the smartest thing ever. I mean, yeah. why not? Yeah. I mean, big deal at this point. So hopefully that may pass. Um, Joe Cap, you touched on it earlier. He was once the quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings that took us to our very first Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And um, is he before Tarkenton? Yes. Yes. Okay. And he coined the frame forty for sixty, which yes. referred oh. to the forty players on the roster giving all their all for sixty minutes of the game. And ESPN ripped it off with their thirty for thirty. There you go. Oh, that is did, a, there's there's they? a lot of lot of stipulation that because it's forty for sixty and the idea the title behind it. Did Joe Cap ever get to monetize that? No. no. He all right. So he's the only quarterback that led his team in college to a Rose Bowl. Yep. In Canada to the Grey Cup. Yep. Wow. And to, in the U.S. to a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yes. Oh, and you know he and Bud Grant would have been buds. Yeah. yeah. And Bud. Yeah. Oh, so they're hanging out now. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I know. Anyway, he's he's um, donating his brain to the. Medical research folks because he lived with Alzheimer's for 15 years or dementia. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, everybody, MSPAirport.com is your connection for all things Minneapolis St. Paul Airport Terminal 1 and Terminal 2. From your parking, you can pre book it there. They have different lots that you can pre book it for there. You can go on MSPAirport.com and just look and see hey, how long is the way that, you know, yep. the security check? And they tell you. And I'm telling you. Very accurate. And if you don't have a chance, like maybe you have a busy schedule and you're traveling and you want to go eat some good food at restaurants that you don't have a chance to because maybe you've got yep. too much going on in the week. Get there early. Go sit down at some of the great places that you can eat. Ike's Clubhouse, the High Low Diner. 
Holy Land Deli and get Smack some- Shack. You yes. can go to. I mean, it was named number three for best food and beverage the at the U.S. airports. There oh. is so much good dining. We love it. We love it, and we just absolutely love our airport. Go early, explore, have fun, shop, eat, relax before you go. All right, get your get your fingers going. We need callers three four five six. We're gonna give Woo. our tickets away to Miss Jackson six five one six four one one oh seven one. Again, callers three four five six. We've got tickets to see Janet, Janet Jackson, Jackson together again tour. It's gonna be here at the Excel Tuesday, May thirtieth. Ludacris is opening. You're gonna have to fill in the lyric. And we wish everyone good luck, but we got to take four callers because, you know, yesterday's caller was our third lady. Sharon. Yeah, it was our third lady. It was our third caller. We're trying to even keep track of this and really sound like we're professional DJs. Julia. How's that going? Well, you know, I've got my paper clips and I've got a fresh pen <laughs> and I've got the giddy, giddy, giddy news about Dolly Parton's rock album. It's going to be released in November. It is going to be either... Crazy good or crazy terrible. I'm really hoping crazy good. It's 30 songs. It's 30 songs. I mean, uh, remember when Cher covered the whole Alba, ABBA album? It was horrible. Yeah. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. so, but she's she's got 30 people. I mean, you know, Purple Rain, I guess she's just singing Purple Rain. And I f- have mixed feelings about that. Yeah. Um, but she's uh, Wrecking Ball with Miley Cyrus, Heart of Glass with Deborah Harry. She's got Melissa. She's got Lizzo on Stairway to Heaven. That she one and Lizzo are going to do Stairway I'm excited. to Heaven. Here's one that's going to be good to Let It Be with Paul McCartney. Oh my God! Ringo Starr, Peter Frampton, Mick Fleetwood, Free Bird, Ronnie Van Zant. Sting every breath you take. I know. And she's got nine originals that are going to be happening. So it's- I mean, she took her rock and roll nomination seriously to give us this album. She's on a motorcycle in front, looking all glam. She's fabulous. She's going to sing a call called a song called "I Dreamed About Elvis" featuring Ronnie McDowell with the Jordanaires, who always sang backup to Elvis. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm like, how are those people still alive? I don't know. I've got questions, Julia. I, I'm, I'm so it, like you said, it's either going to be wonderful. It's got to be wonderful. Yeah. I can't get no satisfaction, satisfaction with Pink and Brandy Carlisle. What is that? I mean, I'm dying. The, the Dolly, the Dolly Parton rock, rock. Oh, rock really? Lizzo's going to be on that? Were you say, was that yes, what you were saying? Yes, Lizzo. There's a ton of people. A ton oh, of cool. people. But cool. I can't go and get no satisfaction with Pink. Pink mm. uh, I mean, mm. Wow. All right, Rocco. Uh, Rocco. Rocco. Hey, that's all right. That's an honor. <laughs> who do we have today? We've got so, uh, four four callers, and they were callers three, four, five, and six. We've okay. got Steph. Stephanie as our as three. We've got four is Susie, five is Sarah, and six is Laura. So we're gonna go with number three, which was their first chance to win here. Yeah. Stephanie. All right, Stephanie, here we go. You're gonna finish the line when the music turns off. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, good luck to you. Got anything? So before we go too far. That's right. Good. And congratulations. Before we go too far. I'll play it for you. Would not have gotten that. I knew Stephanie. That one. But I, I would have awesome, bl- awesome. I would have blanked. Who will you bring to this? 
I am torn. Um, my husband doesn't really like live music, so I'm thinking I might bring a sister or my mom. Yeah, no, oh, you're bring in, someone who okay, likes it. You're not bringing your husband, <laughs> you're, and he's going to have fun at home. And no, you go with someone that wants to be there and deserves, and you know, is it going to be excited and going to be a fun person for you to go with? No, no, Absolutely. no husband sitting. <laughs> yes. No, I'm so excited. I've never been to a Janet concert, so this oh, is going to be amazing. She's oh, good. so good. Yeah. She's got the dancers, and you know, she has so many more songs than we even think of. Oh, yeah. You're right about that, Lori. You know, she yeah. has a career. And I've seen her once. Yeah, no, she's really amazing. And then she always just has, she brings the dancer. You mm-hmm. forget, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, she brings, <laughs> she brings the dance, and... I saw Rhythm Nation at the Old Ah, oh, what that's a the great one, I saw. one to see. Yep, that's what I saw. Jeez. Amazing. Yeah, well, but Stephanie, thank you for listening. Congratulations. Oh, absolutely. Love you guys. Love thank you, guys you so much. And yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, Grant will get all your information, so stay on the line, Don't okay? Hang up. <laughs> all right, great. Thank okay. you. Okay. So in other music news, Julia, this is from Forbes magazine. Beyonce's upcoming Renaissance tour Mm because the two big tours that are going on right now in their world tours janet jackson and taylor swift they both are on world tours and uh they they know like that they're the appetizers that the main course this summer is the renaissance tour the beyonce and according to forbes magazine dollar wise it's beyonce all the way as she when she how much more were her tickets um here's the real truth beyonce and taylor can afford their own ticket prices but their their fans are saving their hard-earned money but here's 500 million more beyonce's tour will make than taylor swift they've already done the math she will clear 2.1 2.1 billion from her world renaissance world tour which is 500 million more than the 1.6 million taylor is earning isn't that crazy it's crazy she's having a little tax thing she's fighting right now in new york so yeah she'll she's got extra money for that so it is <laughs> it is yeah, yeah, it's just like un. Can you imagine being that rich though? I mean, even for and then Madonna isn't even mentioned in here, and she's got her world tour. Were her, could, could tell me because you bought tickets to all of them. Yeah, the pricing between Pink, Beyonce, and Madonna because you're not going to T Swift. No, I'm not. Um, I guess I did pay the most for Beyonce mm-hmm. tickets, and second, I think it was Pink. Mm, yeah, I think it was. No, pr- really? Pink and Madonna. No, Julia, I, I. Is it a blur? Uh, no, I, I feel like a drunken sailor when I say it out loud. The money I'm spending on concerts, you're I having, get uncomfortable. You're having your happy music year. I am. It's the year of the, the concert. It's for the you, year, yeah. As but, opposed to last year, which was the year of the concert. <laughs> Listen, you had a dry spell during COVID. So you're I just did. making up That's for it. Right. You're making up for it. Anyway, but I just thought that was an astonishing number, just it's, to it's, show you how much. And here's the thing, you know, Forbes was just guesstimating that they're not even counting what. Because the artists take home a considerable share of the merch. 
That's okay. their big money. Merch, merch, merch. Yeah. Yep. So, but they both are probably on equal level merch-wise with what the fans spend. Wow. Could be even more. So anyway, just like huge, but just the thought of just that, that was a little music thing. And then. Why can't we sing? Oh, oh can you imagine being like a health? I mean, that to me. Yeah. If you could really perform how much fun they must have. Oh, yeah. I think they must have so much fun. I, and I, I, I feel like Beyonce is like practicing. I just, you know, I'm so glad that she's performing right down the street. At, at Huntington the, Bank Stadium. Thank you. When we saw her at TC Stadium. Was before. that 2016? It was so fun. It was an incredible, incredible yep. show. And the dancing. And I then really didn't think it, she danced in the rain. She or? danced. She had, a, she had what looked like a very narrow, like a two-inch <sighs> deep. Narrow, like runway of right. water that she went down and kicked around the oh. water and danced in, and that was a lightning strike. That was the very first year that there was a purse size issue. You're right. At and so so many women like left their purses right they were outside the building. Garbage cans. They were hiding in bushes. They were like it was it was nutty because they had the purse restriction and people didn't know about it. At I that time. smuggled mine in. I stuffed so it I. down the back of my pants. Yes, we both did, Lori. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we both did. Nice. I mean, so we didn't have big. We didn't have big purses in the had, first place. We had a like just a cross body bag, yeah. but they yeah. couldn't. They, they but had it to was be, above. It was too big for. Remember all the stress? We're all waiting in line. Like, what are you going to do with and your purse? And let me tell you, when ladies are going to see Beyonce. They dress up. Okay, there is like we are. People are showing their stuff. There is not. This is not. You know. Some hair band that we're going to see. Oh, we're not wearing jeans a, and a t-shirt. No, no, that's you're not looking what, your that's best. That's not what's happening. I you're, love it. You're making an effort, and if you're a smart concert goer, of course, you've protected your feet at all costs. I only <laughs> say this as a seasoned concert person who's and it's had so painful watching people by the end of the concert have the wrong shoes oh, on because it hurts so much. Yeah, you can't wear your strappy stilettos yeah. or First wedges. First of all, it's all women, and no one cares. Yeah, I mean, whatever you can right. care or not. But it's care, a football but it's, stadium, yeah. and it, then it gets tricky. Yeah. With all those stairs and stuff. And we don't want anybody <laughs> twisting our ankle. I love it, Lori. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And yeah. and then we've got we've got so many things happening this summer. Yeah. Concert, concert, concert. Yeah. I know it. So anyway, Miss Jackson, she there are tickets still available at the Excel. Yes, there are. They're for, on sale right now. They are. So and you could probably, you know, I think they might have good seats available too. I mean, you're going to spend some money, but it's going to be worth it. It's a Tuesday night. It's May 30th, and I feel like that is the day after Memorial Day. It's the day after Memorial so Day. So you want to keep that week? June. You want to keep the weekend flowing? You just go to Miss Jackson if you're nasty. <laughs> That's how you keep it going. You know? Oh my gosh. All right, we need to take a break. And when we come back, it's time to Hollywood speak. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. Now, they are your leading experts in town when it comes to roofing, siding, windows, doors, gutters, and even solar. And like I said yesterday, I told you that they're going to be helping me out with the hail damage that I got from last year's thunderstorms that went through. So if you have some potential hail damage you haven't been, it hasn't been checked out yet, I recommend you call Jason and the team over at Hoffman Weber Construction because they're going to handle all the hard parts for you. They're going to handle the insurance. They're going to handle all the negotiations. And they're not going to pressure you and make you feel like this needs to be done quickly. They're going to take their time and make sure it's done right. 
that. So not only that, if you're looking to do windows or siding, go to them as well. Because if you want to see what your house could look like with an exterior facelift, you can do so by visiting their really cool showroom right off of New, right in New Brighton off of 35W. It's also kid and dog friendly. So bring the family along, get their opinions as well. Because this is a family affair over at Hoffman Weber Construction. We love them and they love us. And I recommend you start out by going to hwconstruction.com. Oh, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Uh, Julia, things are getting very, very ugly. All I gotta say is, Yandaval, be worried because don't be teddy for the buddy. Uh, Kim Zolciak and her husband, Croy, they've managed to file, both of them file a divorce against each other, owe a million dollars in unpaid taxes. Now they both want sole custody. They're both shading the other one. And they live in the same home. And they live in the same home. In the same home. And he also changed his Insta profile to a picture of himself saying, My ring meant a thing. Oh, what? Wow, he's clever. I can't believe it wasn't Koi's Kring, Kring, or Kring. <laughs> Because they are so into the case. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Well, this is an example probably of marrying wrong. He had money. Once he married her, things got out of control. Bethany Frankel took uh, to to task. She said this is a classic housewife example of trying to... Let me tell you exactly what she said. Um she said, they've always seemed like people who spend more than they have. I mean, he's on a football salary. She's on a housewife salaries, and they're spending like the bleeping plane is going down. They were. They were. We always saw it. We saw we it. We did. Yeah, and we I, always wondered about it. I would be so stressed out spending above my limits. And having oh. children. Oh. Bam, bam, bam. They had like four, four? children in five years. Oh, I think that's stressful on a relationship. But she said this about them owing the IRS more than a million dollars and coinkadinkily having to divorce each other, Mm -hmm. which could also still be a legal move. But I bet they can't stand each other because it's no fun not having money when you can pretend spending. And you got to get back to reality. Oh, so here's horrible. Here's what, Steph, or here's what uh, Bethany said. Pay your bills. Don't front and stunt. I'll show a no-go. Pay your bills. <laughs> <laughs> I, be- I feel the same way. Pay your bills. You owe it. Don't. But I mean, like, it, there, there's so much. Now he's, I mean, it's getting ugly quick. And all I'm thinking is, you know what? I think people were getting sick of the scandal over at Bravo. It's all happening in real time, but yet we've known stuff because the show is just here. People are kind of burned out about it. We're kind of sick of it. Our attention span isn't that long. And now it's... So, now you're saying at, because the tardy for the party. Which one? What are we talking about right I'm now? just saying that the scandal is going to have to move over because I feel like this is going to get ugly and ugly fast. And somehow... I wouldn't be surprised if Bravo camera showed up somewhere for somebody. I, I, well, I at least, so it might be, I don't know, because I don't know. I was in the middle of a um, texting thing with two Scandaval people, mm-hmm. and I'm finally like, hello, you meet you, you meet you, and get me out of this loop. Because yeah. I don't care. Well, I don't know who we're talking about. And also, the bigger thing is, is that the end, it's, it's playing out maybe a month behind real life. Yeah. 
So we've kind of already seen it, right. and you know they've milked It'll it, be milked salacious. it. Yeah, but we already like know. All and, right, I got one for you. Okay, okay. Robert De Niro at seventy nine becomes a father for the seventh time. Well, you know what is good about being a ninety seven year old of or, a high school or seven oh of high, a, high of school. a high school student. Graduate. Okay, I'm going to tell you what is the. I'm going to Hollywood speak this. Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro, his kid's going to be athletic, and he's going to know that he's going to have to like do some kind of a somersault to get into his dad's arms because daddy's not going to be able to pick him up. Or somersault into his lap. He's going to have to do a front flip, flip or right. back flip to get into his And gently, gently land in his 97-year-old father's lap. Well, you want to know what? I, I can't remember who I knew who, who's I mean, hair, who's hair you... went prematurely gray and was like our age when our kids were the same age. And people would always say, is that your grandma? Is that your grandma? Yeah. Grandma picking you up? And she's like, I still have gray But yeah. I mean. No, but, Robert uh, De Niro will be 97 when this latest uh, kid is uh, graduating. So he's got a newborn to a 51-year-old. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't know how. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay, here's what, whoever had it with them is knows you're on your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's uh, the New York Times tried to help Elizabeth Holmes rehabilitate her oh. image with the profile, and here's what it was entitled. This is what I want. I want you to Hollywood speak. Liz Holmes wants you to forget about Elizabeth. That was the name of the article. Okay, I saw this headline yesterday, and just to remind people who Elizabeth Holmes is, she was the scammer on the blood type thing that scammed a ton of people out of money. Amanda Seyfried won an Emmy for playing she her did. in a Hulu miniseries. And, and she got the blood type thing into a Walgreens in Arizona, knowingly that the technology didn't work. And she scams, 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 put off this case forever to come, and then she's appeal, appeal, appeal. It's time for her to go to prison, which was like three weeks ago, but mm-hmm. she's still not there yet. Mm-hmm. And for a New York Times to write writer to want to rehab Elizabeth Holmes to Liz Holmes, and we're supposed to forget about Elizabeth, serve your time. <laughs> Do your time, and then we can forgive you. But you are guilty of a crime. You need to serve the time. Thank you, Julia. And then when you get out, we can call you Liz. Yeah. Lizzie, what up? What go. up? L.H. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, seriously, who would write that? Apparently, Amy Chosiak is consistently crappy. This is from Soledad O'Brien. This okay. is who wrote the profile. And she also wrote, for every glowing puff piece you see trying to rehabilitate Elizabeth Holmes' image, I want to re- I want you to remember something. She personally approved a 15-month clinical trial she did. using a device she knew to be useless to measure cancer levels in the blood of terminal cancer patients. That is a crime! Yes. At Walgreens in Arizona. Yes. It is a crime. Yes, yes. I can't... So, I so think when this, you say it out loud like that again, you're just like, no, Liz, we're not going to forget time. about Elizabeth and quit right getting now. pregnant as a way not to go in. <laughs> Women are pregnant all the time and go to prison. Thank you very much. I mean, I'm just... Because she still has like a I'm billion... I'm sick di- of her. She has a lot of money, obviously. Yes. She's buying white uh, rich justice. Yes, here. she is, but I'm sick of it. Okay, good. She I'm needs glad. to. You she, really, Hollywood spoke her to her place. No, when I saw it yesterday, it rubbed I me wrong. I couldn't read it. Oh my gosh! All right, rub. Okay. You know, people. If you're guilty, you have to. How do people learn? I don't know. 
Apparently, Scott Baio went on uh, Fox News to announce he was leaving California. And the best tweet I read about it was, Scott, you're not an airplane. There's no need to announce <laughs> your departure. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. That was good. That's funny. Yeah, he goes on a news show to oh, say he's leaving California, and this is news. Anyway, I was just like, okay, that's good use of Twitter. Okay, I've got one for okay, you, Hollywood speak. Jeremy yes. P- Piven. You know, Jeremy Entourage. Okay. So he was asked about an Entourage revival. Of course he wants yes. to do one. And he says, I know if Mark and his team were really behind it, that it would be some nice momentum. So, yeah, Mark wakes up, gets about 11 minutes sleep. He wakes up and he prays and he crushes the weights. He never stops. So when he comes up for air, that little crack of time, just make the call to HBO. Everybody wins. Too bad the writers are on strike. Mm -hmm. And um, it must be hard to know that he he peaked. He'll never have a better role. Ari Gold. Ari Gold Gold was his, you're right, his peak. And... And then it came out about he was kind of a, a jerk, a jerk, and mm-hmm. not a great guy. And, and the dropped mercury, on mercury poisoning to he jump hates out of Julia with a passion. Oh, he asked rant, to change rant, restaurant tables rant, at so, a Hollywood restaurant yeah. because of Julia's cafe bar because uh, I, Julia's aggressive, I assertive him, behavior. I asked. It was literally sitting in a booth right next to me, and it was really, you know, and there wasn't a lot of. Mood lighting. It was still like five thirty in the afternoon. When like we, we like to go out. We love to start drinking about five thirty. I mean, before 30. dinner. And he gets seated, and he's all alone. And I said, "Has the mercury poisoning?" <laughs> because he, he had, had just, just quit Broadway, yeah. quote mm-hmm. unquote, because the mercury poisoning. Yes, up. Was really we knew he didn't, he just lied. He, he didn't want to be in it. He was an off book. Yeah, Lloyd. That's oh, a, I know. But Lloyd. He didn't like that. Oh, I Apparently, love him. I overstepped he my boundaries. Ran away. He demanded did. another table. We'll be back. <laughs>